previously on Live at 605. Don't try and help me. I don't even know. What did I write there? What is that? Co? Co? Co-lit. Co-lit? Colt? 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 I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Keep Um, going. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. from a non-rainy hmm. uh, 605 studio. This is episode three. Yes. Season nine of Live at 605. I am your podcaster, Val. I'm your boy, John. And we are here for another scintillating edition. That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> of the podcast. We had we had an action pack a week again. And I don't I don't think we anticipated at all? Uh, no, not not, doc, <laughs> not hospital visits and no, such. No, no, no. It would never be a day in the life of us if we didn't go to the hospital. Uh, multiple a, hospitals. Multiple hospitals and clinics. Pick up, uh, I guess we just booked a car to go to Oakville or Mississauga in about 10 minutes. So, yeah. um, so action-packed. Exactly. So why don't we start things off with all the contact information? If you guys want to get ooh, if you guys want to get in contact with me or check out some awesome pic collages of our shenanigans <laughs> this past week, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at valgomez23. How are your numbers these days? I am above two hundred and five. So wow. hopefully it won't be like that one day where I lose like eight <laughs> followers in one day. Are you trying to get 605 followers? No, not at all. No, are you lying? <laughs> no, I just like getting the numbers. What? Yeah, but you always get upset if your likes are under like double digits. Yeah, who the hell only wants single digits? That's not fun. It's always like your drunk hungover picture from your birthday. It's still like my highest rated on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my dad that one. I think we already did. Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Malencamp. Mm-hmm. I'm at 512 followers on Twitter now. Wow. What are you blowing? I thought I had a feather on my arm. Are you blowing and flexing at the same time? Nope. Well, I'm getting close to yep. 605. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> you've been out of control all day. No! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Twitter and Instagram. And then on Facebook, facebook.com slash live605. You can see all my new memes I've posted. Your last one was pretty good. Yeah, you didn't see my second last one, though. No, I did not. When did you do it? The day before. I try to post a meme every weekday now. Really? So the one I posted on Friday was this old bird who's just like sitting there and she has like a sad look on her face. And Let the, me see. And it says, when you still five days away from new 605. I did see it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, but the last one you didn't see. No. <laughs> you could look at, describe this one to people. What? <laughs> Tell people what you see. It's a meme. Go to Facebook.com slash 5605 to see what... Is it a lizard dinosaur? It's like some lizard dinosaur, probably from an old Japanese, like, um, movie, like, uh... Like a Godzilla style. Like a Godzilla style. So it says, when you run to download... Download. Oh, when you run to download the new Live at 605... But your foot falls asleep. <laughs> and what's the thing doing? He's like got this weird walking. Yeah, doing. that's so weird. Your <laughs> last one was better. Anyways, go to six o Facebook dot 
com slash live605. And then what should people do on iTunes? Please leave us a comment under our page because every comment you leave us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Yeah. And because this episode features a lot of guest stars, but they weren't actually part of the 605 studio, it's now worth the time to start listening to all previous episodes of Live at 605 featured on iTunes. Good because point. you can actually hear us talk and introduce said guest stars from this episode. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about this week? Then? Well, <laughs> Where should we start? what can't we talk about? I guess this last weekend was a long weekend in... Ontario. It yeah. was the August Civic Holiday. Yeah. Um. So long weekend, which meant Monday off, and so a bunch of our friends, um, including podcaster fame star Miranda, was hosting everybody to come down to her cottage, up a little past Collingwood, I guess area or Owen Sound. It's around Owen Sound. Something like that. And so we were like, okay, you know, it's been such a busy week. You know, we had friends over. We had your aunt came over. I was working late. You were working late. It's just been a really hectic week. I still have some stuff I need to finish this that weekend. So we are like, let's just go up for a day, day and a half. And so we're like, we'll stay here on Friday. We'll drive up Saturday morning. Yeah. Our friends Alistair and Kat actually came with us too, mm. which was fun to be like road tripping with your friends. Always a fun day. Yeah, of course. But we'll get into those stories later. Amongst that, there's a story that revolves outside of that where it involves me <laughs> and John finding an open clinic yeah. for the rest of the week, essentially. To see if uh, your leg was going to be chopped off or not. <laughs> yeah. We have a Fassbender movie reading to do again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that could lead us into the sponsorship. Yeah, I was going to say, you have the sponsorship for the I second do. three weeks. I wish that Chris was here with us to tag team the sponsor with me. So why don't we get into the sponsor this week? Sponsorship of the week. So, okay. I don't know how this happens. Guys, we obviously review a lot of stuff on the uh, fast bender scale. Um, in terms of movies, we go to see John and I. I love seeing him. And actually, this past week, once we went to go see um, Southpaw, yeah. John finally got his scene student student, student card. I've been a student in like 15 scene years. Scene card or whatever, right? Is yeah. that what it's called? A scene card. A scene card. And so we realized that we have completely fucked the bone on this one. And have missed out on potentially free movies Lots for the of rest for the rest of our lives. So this past Friday, John, myself, and our other friend Chris, who you have heard on clandestine podcast fame, but will be reintroduced in this one, yeah. went to go see the new Mission Impossible film, which was great, which we'll review later. Yeah. But what always happens when John and I go to a theater, despite it being pretty empty, yeah. right? It was like decently empty. Pretty right? decent. Our row was like, you know, you do the etiquette, you have a skip a seat, go seat, skip yeah. seat, go seat. So you're never really sitting beside a person. But then in front of the us, there was nobody in this row. And because I, like a good Samaritan, left two seats available between me to the person beside me, right? If somebody was coming into this row, they should sit in that vacant spot. So it's yeah. the skip one, go one effect. Okay. So, you give too much credit to people. You think people are smarter than they are. Yeah, and so it, it boggles my mind when people sit directly in front of you in a theater or directly beside you. A person is smart. People are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you get one person by themselves. Typically, they're smart. They know what they're doing. You get a big group of people together, they're usually like 
idiots. Totally. Except for our group. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so basically, we sit down. Um, what you call it? Chris goes to the bathroom. Yeah. So it was just me and you at this point. We're sitting there. We're shooting this shit. This couple, who are probably a bit younger than us, I yeah. think, they come in and sit directly in front of John and I. Okay? Yeah. The whole aisle they're in is empty. Right. And so they sit down. Literally, I'm like, I feel so bad for John. Always, This always happens to him. The person who sits directly in front of him, which this time happens to be the girl, puts their seat all, all the, way the way back. So we're in this awkward theater. And like we were kind of talking about the design of these seats anyway. There are recliners, but there's no... Like they recline almost too far back yeah. that you interfere with the aisle behind you. Yeah, it shouldn't go so... It shouldn't interfere with my legs if I want to... Exactly. Just, I didn't and have them stretched out. I just had them like... You had them like as if you were sitting up straight. Exactly. Right? In a, like a full chair. And so... This chick was as if she was sleeping on her bed, put yeah. her legs on the seat in front of her, then went all the way back because it was like she was pushing off the chair. So I felt so horrible that she was doing this to you. And so then the guy came all the way back, but I had my legs crossed. Yeah. So I was like, don't worry, John, I got this. I was like, oh boy, here right? we go. I was like, I hate when people fucking do this. Okay. And so this is where I'm like, do not make me sass you. Yeah. Right? I cross my legs, so then her fucking chair that's all the way back, my foot ends up being in her face. Yeah, right? I, know. I was like, oh boy. So then I was like, but come on now. Here's a, here's like, she had the, her, whatever that guy was, nerd burglar that he yeah. was, had the fucking gall, okay? Yeah. So I put my foot in her face, and I'm keeping it there, and I'm talking to you. I know, I was just waiting to see what they are going to do, Right, too. and they're hanging out a bit, and they kind of keep looking back a little bit, looking yeah. back a little bit. And then I think at this point, Chris still hadn't come back yet, but then the guy turns around, yeah. and he's like, um, sorry, your foot's in her face, and yeah. I was like, oh, sorry, but I'm like, maybe you could put your seat up, yeah. right? And then, like, the look of disgust on them, as if I had the fucking audacity <laughs> to be like, stop putting your foot all, or your chair all the way back, and I was like, dude, I will cut you. I know, you got very sassy. I got so sassy. I was like, don't even, right? And I'm like, you're such a good person. You won't say anything. You'll sit it through it. It depends, but I, yeah. But I was just like, I'm not having this. So then, right, they finally kind of put their seat forward. But then Chris comes back. And I don't think we told him what happened. No, you told him. I think you told him the story. Oh, did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then if John is in the middle and Chris is on the other side of John, Chris now puts his foot on the back of the chick's pressing chair, against pressing it. against it, so she can no longer put her seat back at yeah, I'm like, all. Oh my god. <laughs> So my foot is directly where her foot would be or her head would be if she could lean back. Yeah. Chris's foot is actually now preventing it. And John's just sitting like so shamelessly in I the middle. Like, uh, can I leave now? <laughs> like, Chris and I are people of principle. Yeah. So then literally this girl and this guy start huffing and puffing again. And so the guy, like, she turns around kind of, and he, it's clearly not my foot. No. So she's like, what? She's not your foot. So he, she's like, what? And so then the guy turns around. They turn around again. But, like, at this point, I think, like, the movie hadn't started yet, but the yeah. trailers were going. Right. And so they ended up being, like, the guy fully, like, kind of stood up a little to turn around yeah. and saw that it was Chris's foot, whispered something to the girl, and then the girl, like, 
begrudgingly got up and switched yeah. seats and went to the other side of him so that she was finally in the seat with nobody behind her. So yeah, she could lean back all the way she all wanted All the to. way that she wanted to. And I was just like, Chris and I gave props to each other because yeah. we were like, good. And I like, was like, you guys are the bullies tonight. No, okay, so we were like, are we considered the cinema bullies? But I was like, I don't think so. I think we are like the cinema saviors. <laughs> it all, yeah, it's like, don't push your thing. You can lean back a little bit, but don't push yeah. it all the way back so it like, interferes with other people's legs. Thank you. And it's just like, why do you need to sit that way? And then I think what disgusted me more, and I'm like, I put, sometimes I put my feet like against the seat, but if there's anyone sitting beside me, in, or sorry, sitting in front of me in that row where my feet almost could be, I would never do it. She had her feet on the seat directly beside a person's head for, like, the rest of the thing. Right. And I was like, you fucking idiot raised in a barn that you are had to call me out on putting my foot near your face right. to prove a point, but you're keeping your feet on top of a seat near a chick's head for the duration of the film. Yeah. Principles. Chris and I are not cinema bullies. That is your sponsorship <laughs> for the week. Sponsorship of the week. Should we just talk about the movie now? Or you, yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy the movie? Or? I actually really did. Okay, I think it's just because it's been so busy. I haven't really had time to, like, look into films, which is kind of great because you have, like, zero expectation of what you're yeah. going to go see. And so I haven't watched all of the Mission Impossibles, and, like, obviously Tom Cruise is a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. But this Mission Impossible was called Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Yeah. Um, didn't read anything about it, and I came out, and I was, like, pretty psyched. I thought yeah. it was pretty fun. I thought it stood up. Um, the parts that were almost, like, self-deprecating humor yeah and like you know that the script was cheesy but it was meant to be cheesy sure. and like actors were taking the piss out of it i was fine with that alec baldwin was awesome <laughs> aka jack donaghy from 30 Rock. yeah so i give it on the fast bender scale yo 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 how many micro fast benders do you get out of 10 boy damn dog you get eight because that white boy crazy i give mission impossible rogue nation a solid 8 out of 10. That's it? Yeah. Okay, well, okay no, 8.5. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you gave, like, uh, what's that movie with Michael Fassbender that we hated? Which one? Post-Prometheus. I felt like you Ugh. gave Prometheus, like, no, 7.9 uh, I probably gave Prometheus, like, 3-ish. <laughs> Negative 3. I'm like, why do we... Why do we call it the Fassbender scale? Is it because of that movie where he shows his dick? Yeah. But no, it was after we saw X-Men and I liked oh, him yeah. so much. And I was like, ooh, Michael Fassbender. And I was like, what did Fassbender scale movie? That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it probably like a 8.7. Ooh. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. Uh, I always like the Mission Impossible movies. My favorite is still the second one, which people all s- see the hate. Is that Ghost Protocol? No, that's like the one where John Woo directed. I don't know. It's the one where uh, the chick from the slaps in it. Oh, I hate that chick. Yeah, but it's oh, I like that one, though. Yeah. I think I've seen that one. Everyone usually hates it. That's my favorite one. I like mm-hmm. it so much I have a giant scar on my leg because I did motorcycle stunts after. Well, motorcycle stunts on a bicycle because <laughs> like... I was like 15 when that movie came out. <laughs> and I sliced my leg open trying to do a Tom Cruise move. So this one was about the premise of this Mission Impossible is Ethan uh, Hunt, a.k.a. Tom Cruise, and Team 
take on their most impossible mission yet, eradicating the Syndicate, an international rogue organization as highly skilled as they are committed to destroying the IMF. So, initially, because I haven't watched a lot of things of Mission Impossible films, I'm like, what the hell is the IMF? (laughs) And I was, like, trying to Google the acronym for, like, the first part of the film when you were playing the scene stuff. So, now I understand. Yeah, IMF's just, like, the division. There's CIA, FBI. It's just, like, his division. Yeah. Of, like, secret agents. So, the one thing you kind of told me about beforehand was that Tom Cruise did a lot of his stunts in this one. Uh, Even Simon Pegg. They both did all their own driving stunts. Which is insane, because there's, like... Like, did he do the motorcycle one, do you think? pretty sure, yeah. Okay. This isn't obviously giving anything away, but, But like... But he dies in the movie in in 20 minutes. Right? Um, There's, like, a motorcycle chase scene, and I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if this is Tom Cruise in real life, and, like, this is actually happening on a mountain, and it's not green screen and whatever. It was so, like, it was as, to me, it was as stressful as that first fight scene in Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, oh, like, I felt like I was out of breath at the end of it. For sure. Um, so the action was great. I thought the girl um, agent. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, but um, Ilsa Faust. Yeah. That chick was good in it. Um, it just, I don't know. It just made me feel, like, pretty... Pretty excited, like, I wanted to fight crime myself. And maybe, like, because how Chris and I did in the theater. Yeah. But, like, like, I could take this bitch Although you guys are part of the syndicate, possibly. No, we're not. I'm not going rogue. (laughs) I've been told that way too many times. That's true. Um, But, yeah, I thought the film was great. I asked you a very ridiculous question. Which At the end, where I was like, isn't Ving Rams dead? (laughs) I was like, you're thinking Michael Clark Duncan. Oops. From the Green Mile thing. Um, what you're called. But yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought everything uh, about the film was like, the pacing was great, the editing, like everything about it was super tight. Strongly recommended if you want a fun blockbuster summer film. Definitely. Yeah, I always like those movies. And I like the stunts where like he's on the, hanging on the side of a airplane. Mm-hmm. That's like all, he does his all his own stunts. So he might be, people might think he's crazy or weird, but I actually like Tom Cruise. I do. You know, mine is like the science, like, Obviously, it's yeah. like I like the actor Tom Cruise. Yeah. I don't like like the person Tom Cruise. Right. Um. What last night when we all went out for dinner before the concert though, we were talking about films and Becca was saying that Chris really liked that Edge of Tomorrow film with Tom yeah. Cruise. Did you watch that? No. Because it, it has the girl you like in it, Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. That's true. So well, like, I think she's blonde in it. I don't like. You don't like her blonde. blonde. I don't like blondes. Did you like her redhead, Emily oh, Blunt? Oh yeah. What's what's she redhead in? I think she's naturally a redhead. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, as long as she's not blonde, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no offense to any of the blonde people, but I don't want to be dating someone who's got the same hair color as me. Why? Because then you look like brother and sister. Yeah, I don't want to be dating no brother, no sisters. Why are you dating a brother? Well, it doesn't. It just <laughs> say, like, why can't I date a brother? <laughs> good Let me date answer. a brother or a sister. Good answer. In this day and age, let's all date brothers and sisters. <laughs> okay, so do you want to get into the week? Yeah, well, well, we started with the cottage trip. Yeah, so you've never been to Miranda's Cottage. I haven't been to a cottage in like 15 years. And I probably haven't been to Miranda's Cottage in 10 years, <laughs> which is the only cottage I've ever been to yeah. outside of ones I've done shoots in. Right. So this is like a really good throwback um, to just hanging out like when we were all like in end of high school, university starting. Um, again, I guess like me, you, Al, and Kat drove up together. Yeah, we left like Saturday morning at 9 in the morning. 9 in the morning. 
the car was packed to the brim. Yeah. To the point where I felt bad because I brought the guitar and we never even used it. Oh, you never know. You're supposed to bring bring it just in case. Yeah. Um, what you want to call it? So initially, the drive was quoted at like two and a half hours. Uh, I think three. Probably about three hours and change. Three hours. It took us about six. Six hours and change to get there, and it was only because. Um, of traffic, we made a bunch of stops. One yeah. exit, like a big exit that we would have taken was closed because of an up. accident. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit of a bitch. But the one thing I love when we do any road trip or any kind of traveling, John makes an amazing playlist. I was going to ask what you thought of the playlist. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 oh out of 10. We didn't skip any songs. The only time we skipped a song was because when we got to the cottage, yeah. like... Like literally, like two minutes before we got there, the saddest Avon brother yeah, song. Yeah, like a slow, was, sad Yeah, so I was like, let's skip this song to get to like something more like jam worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, every song on there was like so good. And you always know it's a good playlist when people ask you questions. Yeah, they ask, what song is this? Yeah, sings what this band song? is Whatever this? Band this? Right. Is. And so it was like pretty awesome. And like what I love about traveling with like. Al and, like, a person like Kat, because we didn't really know Kat, like, no. besides, like, party atmosphere. It was nice to just, like, shoot the shit, and, like, we were all kind of into the same stuff. Like, it was just such a mellow ride. Yeah. Uh, we took you to Super Burger. Super Burger. I've never been. Do you want to describe Super Burger? Super Burger is this awesome place in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know where it is. But they basically converted an old TTC streetcar yeah. into, like, a sit-down burger joint place so it was very much like your typical ma and pa kind of shop style yeah and we were hungry because we didn't eat breakfast no. at all we just left cat and al had like um what you would call it some actual like coffees and like stuff from starbucks but we were starving at about like 11 yeah i think we had like 11 a.m burgers pretty much which is like that's a win for me and like you know what? I thought they were pretty decent, like, for something as, like, your first meal of the day. I yeah. was like, I, I can get behind this. Yeah, so, it was really good. The fries were better than the burger. I agree. The burger was pretty plain. Yeah. Like, it was decent. I liked it yeah. better than other places. Yeah. But the fries were, like, to die for. Totally. It was just fun to sit inside a streetcar. Yeah, so, like, that was a lot of fun. From there, we, um, what you would call it, we obviously did an LCBO run. We went yeah. to, like, the grocery store. Yeah. Um, and then we were just driving for a bit. We ended up, you drove for the majority. I took over for, yeah. like, the last, like, half an hour maybe. Yeah. And then we finally, what did, how did you feel when you finally saw the lake Hold in the Hold on, future? you're jumping out of yourself. What happened? We recorded a, a remote. Okay, look so, how far I will go. Somewhere in between of the six-hour driving, we did, like, uh, a quick podcast remote from the from the car ride. Yeah. So why don't we get into that first? We go in <laughs> chronological order. Done and done. It's that six or five remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Okay, wait. Guys, this is episode three? Uh, two or three, depending on when we put this out. This is episode two or three of Live at 6.05. Alice sounding like Bane. A little bit. Right? We are sitting in the car on the way to... Where's Miranda's cottage? Wapos Bay. Wapos Bay. Sabo Beach. Oh, Wapos Bay. Sorry, that's a <laughs> Native American claymation show we, we like. We love it. I am your podcaster, Avel. John is beside me driving. Very attentively. But we haven't... Ooh, I love this song. But in the backseat, we have new podcasters, Kat and Al from Anecdote fame and just various fun stories of the past. 
and apparently of clandestine recording in the past as well. <laughs> in movie theaters while yes. at Mad Max. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. That story was so funny. Totally unauthorized, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Please don't sue us. We it don't was make... so funny. It didn't actually, all we could hear was like the asshole in front of us. So, but yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to give a shout out. So we're going to Miranda's Cottage. There's about 15 of us yeah. going. Well, I, I heard some good stories about you guys running through cornfields and sitting on cars. Just <laughs> yep. so make yep. sure you should we tell can, those. Uh, we can retell those. We can definitely retell those later. Um, but you guys came back from a cottage recently, right? Yes. Indeed. Yes. What was that experience like? Amazing. Uh, one island, one cottage. Yeah. Uh, our buddy owned his family. Which actually has a quite funny story about that. But oh. basically his family had a cottage when his mom was growing up. And okay. his grandfather sold it because he only had daughters. And he assumed the daughters wouldn't want to keep it no up. No way! Yeah. And so his well, mom was totally pissed. I would be too. So Miranda always says I'm not a good feminist. I would be pissed. <laughs> she says I just like to show on. Yeah. Miranda yelled at me because I watch Otter Yeah. yeah. So she kept in contact with the neighbors, and years later, the people who had bought it from their grandfather sold it, but yeah. they sold it back to the mother. Oh, I was about to say, to a woman, obviously. <laughs> now we get to benefit from it. That's pretty yeah. amazing. You have to take a little motorboat out to get there, and then they've got a bike, lake? A lake bike? Like yes. a bicycle what? that floats on these little pontoons. Oh, I love those. We've done that in the Caribbean. It's the biggest yeah. hipster cottage ever. Yeah. It sounds like it's John and my dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Do you guys, have you gone before, like a bunch of times then this summer? Uh, I went there last year, and actually the only road into the dock area got washed out. No! So we were trapped there for an extra 24 hours. Yeah. That sounds like one of those made-for-TV movies. Yeah, it was oh, really ridiculous. Yeah. Really nice. <laughs> Very show. Uh, Very show. Oh, I love that. But it's great, you know. It's out there. Like, yeah. It's really secluded. And there's all these little islands, and they all have like one or maybe two cottages on them. Yeah. His only has one. Mm-hmm. His only. So, you know, you get to walk around this little island and just, like, chill out, and there's lots of like animals Like, ten minutes from one end of the island to the other. Like, yeah. we saw a dog, we couldn't pet it, because he was oh, on another no. island. Yeah. We could see it and talk to it. it and really he just, cute. like, looked at us for an hour. Yeah. That's yeah. so super cute. And there's, like, these little, like, bits of Canadian shield. Like, when you hop into the lake, it's all, like, super hard rock, and there's little tiny cliffs, and everything's all mossy, and a bunch of evergreen trees, and juniper berries all over the island. Lovely. So, where all gin begins. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. I was allergic to all of it. Oh, no! No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Right. I just didn't eat the berries. You didn't eat the That's fair. Exactly. That's fair. I think we make a right here, but oh, we do, yeah. Poisonous yeah. if you yeah. eat them. Um, sorry, I'm not like giving John directions. I know. You're I'm supposed to be my navigator, yeah. but sorry, not even my podcaster. I'm pretty sure we make a right it here. It says 700 meters. Okay. It says 700. I'll turn on you. Unless you want me to. We can cut this part out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the boring part where we. Sorry, I'm going. giving you navigation. Turn right onto First Avenue. Have you guys, like, do you consider yourselves, like, huge cottage goers? Because John and I haven't been. You haven't been in 15 years. I haven't been since I was a wee lad. Yeah, 15 years. And then I haven't gone since the last time I've gone to Miranda's cottage, which was like eight years ago. Probably when her parents purchased the cottage. So yes, do you call it, first of all, do you call it cottaging or going to the cottage? Because last night somebody told me what cottaging means. What does that so mean? So, it has to do with gay sex and I... I was going to say, it's like a... bathroom, I don't know. Okay. It might be a Scottish, Scottish, a Scottish thing or a Britishism. I don't know, I'd never heard it before, so it might be a lie. I think that must be like But in, a, the, in America, they call them cabins, somewhere. which is less pretty sound. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Not, but we're not going to a cabin. And it's not... Okay, no, but right. in 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 America, <laughs> you, you you say cottage, we say cabin. <laughs> okay, but uh, okay. yeah, but it's like it's the same thing. It's just like lots of wood, wood walls. I feel like it was just like paneling, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it is like a wooden interior, like yeah. that bad Fiona Apple video. But they're always oh, really cute. I, I know, me too. 
Cottages um, here tend to be more like houses now. Yeah. Um, so do the. That's so, not different. That's not yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. You know, if the, if the it is one. fully furnished. Yeah. This is not like in my youth when I went to cottage and right. it was like, no, okay. hey, if we don't like, have electricity. Yeah. You go poop in a box outside, <laughs> and the shower is the lake. Yeah. <laughs> it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. Ew. Uh, that's disgusting. My my last yeah. cottage experience. I remember. I think I was. Like, I must have been like 16 or so. I was at my friend's cottage, and I just remember like being like, okay, we're gonna sleep on this island. Like we had a little boat. The island was like just down the lake, it wasn't very far. But we wanted to like drink booze. Oh. So he's like, oh my dad will check us if we go like at nine o'clock at night, he'll check our bags. So we got like a Mickey of vodka or something. And at like two in the afternoon we boated to this island, buried it in the woods, <laughs> put a stick in it. And then like so when he like and he didn't do it like nine o'clock when we went there for the night, he checked our bag. He's like, okay you guys are good, you just have like licorice. Yeah. We floated out there. <laughs> Found the buried booze. That is amazing. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go to be continued at the cottage. You should be my navigator. I know. I feel. Yeah, I think you're only going straight for 64 kilometers. <laughs> I can navigate myself. <laughs> okay, but beware of the horse and buggy carriages. Whoa. We just saw a sign of. Gotcha. Cool beans. All right, All right this over and out. This got six or five remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. I guess it's always funny because I never really trust <laughs> you. Oh, you. Excuse me. Go that way, Jerry. That's all I got. Yeah, you sp sp sneezed on the microphone. Did I? Yeah. I was with my shirt down. That's right, only you and I use it. You've had my germs before. Yeah, I know. John I... burped in my face this morning. You burped the loudest burp I've ever heard 10 seconds before I hit record on this thing. No. Yeah, before we started. Oh, the pancake the burp. The pancake burp. Pants cakes. Pants. We had pants cakes for breakfast. <laughs> so, either way. Um, so, that was, that was a fun car ride. That was a fun car ride. But, yeah, Alistair's like, I can't believe you guys recorded me clandestinely in a theater. Right? He's like, because he, like... The cool thing about Al is he listens to a lot of podcasts and he's listened to episodes of our podcast. Yeah. So he wants to be on it in an authentic way, not like... We'll do a real episode yeah. with him. So this was great. We got him going in the car um, and we were like, why don't we record a bunch of other remotes at the actual cottage when we're just like hanging around a campfire, right. etc. So how did you feel when you finally saw the lake? Because when we turned that one corner to like go down to, like, the final corner to get onto Miranda's street, mm -hmm. I was like, there it is. I just feel better about life. Yeah, I just feel more relaxed and yeah. peaceful and stuff like that, I guess. Like, yeah. It's, there's, you can't go swimming in any water downtown Toronto. You get, like, a no. third arm or a fifth testicle or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, so, how did you get the other two, three? From swimming in the water. Eww. They give you a five. <laughs> so... Um, no, it just felt nice to see it. Like, I was like, oh, okay, now we're in cottage country, away from yeah. the big city and everything. And so it was great, like, right when we got there, it was only Miranda and Isaac at the cottage. Everybody else had kind of taken off and gone to, like, the swimmier part of the beach where you had to, like, drive, drive to. And so it's where you could probably put your, like, towels down and, like, just run into the water. But Al, myself, John, and Kat were, like, oh, why don't we go change into our suits and everything and just go, like, walk in, like, into the water. And the cool right. thing about this water is you could go out, and we were trying to figure it out. Like, at one point we said it was if you go three football fields out, yeah, um, the water is still only up to your waist. Yeah, you so can walk for days out there. You can walk for days, which was awesome. So John and I uh, just kind of, like, did our own, and we were, like, just wandering in the water, and... We, I was holding my shorts, yeah. and then you were holding 
Uh, uh, I, no, I just, I I just only yeah. my shirt. I took my yeah, shirt off. Yeah, you took your shirt off. Shirt. Um, you got the pen again. Fifth time. Yep. Um. So then, yeah. So it was just so nice. I think we stayed out there for like two hours. Yeah, just walking so. around, hanging out, looking at all the people doing that parachute. Yeah. Thing. Um. So that was a lot of fun. We ended up coming back. Everybody was back at the house, I think, by then. And unfortunately, Vivian, Richard's girlfriend, had sprained her ankle. Yeah, that sucked. So that sucked. Um, but we go in, we get changed, and like Chris and Becca and Lil and everybody were out in the yeah. backyard. And so Becca asked if we wanted to play volleyball. Yeah. And so, again, like John and I will never say no to pretty much anything. No, we like being athletic and yeah. everything. So we were like, well, of course we'll play. And so it was Jeremy, who's one of Chris and Miranda's friends from work. Yeah. And Becca on one team and me and John on the other. Yeah. When was the last time you played volleyball? I don't know, like 20 years? 20 years, years ago. ago. Not very no. recently. So this is kind of like how when we went to Niagara on the lake, we played tennis. Yeah. John and I are like, okay, let's do this. School. Right? So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I felt like we were pretty good. We were really good. Not only were we good, but we had the sun blaring down in our totally. eyes. We could not see worth shit. Totally. And we still were spiking the ball, spiking, setting it up. Setting it up. We yeah. still like we only lost by like one, one point. One point. We could have won if we had totally this. won. Yeah, I think I got super competitive though. You and me like, both. Oh man. Yeah, but that's us though, which yeah, I, I know. love. And so obviously, token as soon as we'd get a point, we do our Versace. Yeah, like, Versace, wow, Versace, 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 Versace. Versace. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, we do the elbows dance. So that was good. So after we played that, you wanted to play bocce ball. Bocce ball. No, I think I just watched people play bocce ball. <laughs> so that was good. You also got to juggle. Yeah, juggling. Those are heavy balls you're juggling. I was juggling bocce balls. Which were, like, insane. Because if you drop that shit on your foot... Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But I just like showing off that skill because, you know, it impresses <laughs> yeah. everybody when you can juggle. Obviously. And it's so... a real panty dropper. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Um, what you gonna call it? <laughs> so then I went inside and me and Lil were like, and Richard were prepping some food yeah. for dinner. Obviously, our second burgers mm. of the day. Second and third for me, yeah. actually. Oh, really? Well, I had two that night. So I think we just made like a salad and some corn. Yeah. And some good iceberg lettuce salad. Yeah, and corn it's all delicious. And good 45 minute corn. Yeah. And then we ended up, um, what you want to call it? Lil made some like really delicious like burgers with Richard and had some yeah. like really good sauce on it and everything. And so it was awesome. Like we prepped the whole meal in the front of the um, cottage. Yeah. And then like Chris was barbecuing in the back. Very good teamwork. Very good. And I think that's what I like. It was like everybody was like pitching in, which was great. And there was like more than enough food. Krista and Ashton brought this Spanakopita pastry, right. which was delicious. And then we just had drinks and we were all hanging out. And then we finished um, eating. And then me, you. Richard. Oh, Richard. Yeah, yeah, me and Richard. I saw you two on the front lawn. Yeah. Lil and Chris on the deck. Yeah. And then. I was like, what the hell? Your guys are golfing? It was pitch black. You two are th shooting golf balls off the sidewalk. Into the water. Into the water. Yeah. And I was like, 
completely stoked because I wanted to be part of it, obviously. Of course, when you get to hit golf balls into the water. Exactly. And then I was equally, like, terrified that you're going to dent a car. No, we, I made sure we stood in front of all the cars so they wouldn't bounce back yeah. or bounce to the side or anything like that. Yeah. I was still nervous when I came because you've seen how many times I've taken out people. <laughs> That's who true. Are I, directly beside us. I was, I was a little nervous for that one, <laughs> but no, you did really well. I think yeah. we all did. So that was a lot of fun. And then from that point... We came back and sat on the deck, and it was me, you, Lil, Chris, and Al, and we were just kind of like trading party stories again. Yeah. So, should we talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. So, we, we have more, another 605 remote. This one, we talked for a long time, so I'm going to yeah. see what I keep and what I don't keep. Because yeah. some of it, there was like six of us at one point, yeah. and I don't know if we had the mic, so I gotta. I haven't listened to what I'm going to keep in, mm-hmm. but there are some pretty crazy stories. There's some crazy stories, and like this is where I'm like, I would love to have the guys and um, into the studio to actually tell their stories. You guys get to meet Lil properly. She finally moved back from Vancouver. Should do another girl talk. Yeah, you should do another girl talk. And then obviously get Chris and Al back in to tell their stories. Yeah. Um, and so this is just a sneak peek where they know they're being recorded. Yeah. Of 605 remote on the cottage dock. Let's listen. Sitting on the dock of the bay. This got 605 remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. Take two. We are now sitting on Miranda's porch, porch of yeah. her cottage, and we are with new podcasters. Oh, no. Chris, Lil, Alistair just came back wearing his mosquito Alistair, repellent. Uh, back car fame. Back car fame. Back Why did you do mosquito repellent This inside? is so bourgeoisie, Valerie. <laughs> I wanted to see what accents we can ask Chris to do. I shall be French for oh, sure. <laughs> but then... I turn to my friend Alistair. And I am first calling you. That's already better. And then I well, this is the worst. <laughs> let's tour the Emerald Isles. Hey, let's go for how a, you doing there, buddy? For a little, for a little jaunt. We'll go by Aaron McKeeley's house and then we'll have some. All right, here he's friends with McCallisters. Oh, they're, they're a good family, those yeah. McCallisters. Oh, hey guys, it's me, Ringo from the Beatles. <laughs> Friend Ringo Starr. What are y'all doing out here tonight? <laughs> We're not doing cocaine, that's for sure. We, I don't know we, if you're looking for cocaine <laughs> We for sure don't cocaine? have any. We, no, I have low self-esteem because nobody respects me. So. Oh, Ringo, want some cocaine? Let's do this, I'll make the lines. <laughs> I mean, can't put this on the podcast. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, I can, and I will. Okay, wait. Are you gonna tell? Can we Most tell our funny story our now? This, this kind of funny story. Okay, wait. <laughs> you hold the candle, the wishing candle. Hold on, I have to come closer. Yeah, the talking conch. The talking conch. On the way up here, we what? <laughs> on the way up here, um, John, Al, Kat, and myself were telling like our favorite cottage stories. So, do you guys have any amazing or hilarious cottage stories you want to share with the listeners? I mean, we have really bad portage stories. Yeah. I mean, they might, oh, may yeah. or may not be about me. That's, <laughs> we can roast Al now. Al is the absolute worst person to go camping with. I'll set up that story with, they left so full of hope <laughs> the future was in their eyes and any hurdle could be overcome were, I didn't know no. because you guys left from Ontario Place I had to work that weekend Aww. Al and I were both supervisors and you all met there and left from there really? so I got to see the before of all of you so happy and like, like this is going to be the best trip yeah, yeah, ever yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
energy. I fucking occurs. It will. I messed up. Alistair's like, I'm a fucking camping hero. I'm going to be amazing at this. And then he sat in his canoe. My stubbornness to wear a hat. My stubbornness to, to not wear water. Why? And threw all of our food. Not all, most. Most of our food away. No, at Anthony in another <laughs> canoe. Okay, in another fair, canoe. It wasn't food. It was a bag of beef jerky. <laughs> that sounds that like food. Anthony would be and like, "Give me the fucking beef jerky." Yeah. And so, I was like, and me and "Fuck it, you!" I was like throwing it in Anthony. the water. <laughs> so I would like. Were you drunk? Them. No. Okay. I would throw them at him, but not close enough yeah. for him to catch. Just <laughs> out of range. And like uh, peaches too, or something. You gave me like peach. peach. I just remember peaches floating oh, in the lake. Have been dying inside. <laughs> you don't every like time you, I like every, peaches. Yeah, oh. every time peaches. a piece of food is wasted, a Lillian loses her <laughs> loses her wings. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. So basically, I didn't. I was too stupid. I, I don't know what got into me. I didn't wear sunscreen. Didn't wear a shirt. Didn't wear a hat. Lying in a canoe. Refused to drink water. Refused to drink water. So I, ma- I got massive yeah. sunscreen. So I basically like lost all like physical capability of anything. And so I was like trying to carry a canoe. Couldn't even like move. By yourself? You no, 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 no. It was like a potato. Anthony, it was like all the girls were carrying yeah. everything. Yeah. It, was, it was terrible. It was one of my more embarrassing moments. I got I got sunstroke once, but it's not as good as your story. I, we went for lunch at work, and I just sat in the sun for like an hour and a half. This is like when you were like fifteen. <laughs> no, I was like twenty-two. You're super whitey. Yeah. What? It's working. It's I work. Yeah. Oh no! Like I thought it was like when you like Sobeys. Oh yeah. Like when your first when job. I my first job at Sobeys, I was they put me in like a lab coat to push carts, <laughs> and I was a hard worker. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a meat locker coat. When you push carts that good, it's a science. <laughs> but I think it's so I was pushing carts for like four straight hours in a lab coat dead of summer and they're like okay you can take a lunch break didn't drink any water went to subway across the street ordered my sub and then all of a sudden I'm like I can't see anymore and then I passed <laughs> I, I passed out fell backwards hit my head on like the uh, banister oh and like cracked my head open in the, su- in the subway Wow. Did you yeah. really crack it open? Yeah, yeah I got stitches in the back. That's where you have stitches. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. And then I was back <laughs> like in work in like two days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, okay, I still so have. Stitches fell out years ago. All these years. Yeah. But, uh. days of taking stitches Like, we want you to remember this so you don't do it again. So, yeah, I got I got heat stroke then. I got heat stroke eating lunch once. That Those are my heat stroke stories. I don't have any heat stroke stories. I guess I should do context as well. Okay, so, because you guys haven't, listeners haven't actually heard, unless it was the clandestine recording of you guys, Kristen, at Mad Max. At Mad Max. Oh, yeah. But I've known, <laughs> I did not authorize that. I, it was so funny. It's funny. Okay, but either way, um, I've known Al since... I was in kindergarten. No, no, no probably, probably like grade, grade two, two, two or, or so. Um, and then I've known Chris since grade five, six. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then Lil, I've known since grade <laughs> nine. Um, oh! You just put your hand in a candle. Just really badass. <laughs> and put her, Guys, her I fucking almost walked through fire I my way. I walked through fire. You did walk through fire. Kathleen, you don't know about this. Okay, guys, this this story is pretty legend. I was dressed up as Alex from Clockwork Orange. So good. I was hoping you'd say Alex so I was dressed up as Alex and 
we drank a lot. So we get there, and from this point onward, I decide Chris no longer exists. I am Venom. No, hold on, you're I'm, I'm wearing a Venom context. costume. Yes, this is a Halloween yeah. party. I'm the full Venom like the costume. Like the Spider-Man villain. The Spider-Man yeah, villain. Like the first time you like dressed up in a costume. I dressed costume. up big time. And it was def- dress up. It was no, 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 no because no, no, he had never this. done that. Yeah. It was and def- I was like, hey, was, you're an adult now. If you wanted to buy the costume you wanted when you were eight, you had Unfortunately, not only did I buy a costume I buy when I ate when I was eight, I bought the size of a costume I Way too tight. Yeah. I couldn't get it off me. Fast. <laughs> Is it like a leotard? The crotch part yeah. comes <laughs> into the story later. Yeah. Oh. So so anyway, so at this point, my friend Anthony was there as well. At this point, I would never take my mask off. And I kept like dancing like I'm fucking crazy. They're like, dude, you're getting you're gonna overheat in that mask. I'm like, it's like <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't take it like, off. I'm venom. And I would lift the mask slightly <laughs> over my lips and consume bowls of chips yes. as though I was some kind of like crab-like creature funneling the chips double-handed into my mouth at a speed that like was a blur and I would just like dance around. Finally, it's time to leave. No, Meanwhile, I'll... me, Val, Lillian, Miranda, and I, it was probably a few other people, were outside near the, like this giant bonfire. bonfire. It was probably like uh, maybe a meter and a half in diameter. It was very big. Um, and there was this creepy guy, creepy big dude, who was hitting on you and you, Val and Lillian. And I have this weird thing with fire where, like, back in the day, I, I really like fire. I don't know why. I like tending fires. I like sitting near fires. I like, like, Light the starting of the fires. Fire. I like, and then I also like, used to like walking through fire. I like the smell of burnt flesh. Yeah. So this guy, and I think I had already walked through the fire once or twice yeah. at this point. And so this guy were like, was hitting on Val and Lillian and they were like oh I got this guy away from us Turned out and to so be I just me. grabbed him <laughs> <laughs> it worked out clearly meanwhile John lost a few hundred pounds yeah. <laughs> tell just smart so I basically grabbed this guy and was like hey walk through the fire with me he was like oh alright and then we walked oh through God. and he lost, a sh- he lost a shoe in the fire no oh, it was you no it you wasn't no it wasn't no no no, no. I still have those shoes <laughs> <laughs> So Those are my lucky fire. <laughs> it was his shoe. It was his you shoe. You made sure it was his shoe. Yeah. I thought it was your. No, and no, you no, like no. walked through that fire like with such, I don't know, confidence. Yeah. Like, he just, he oh, just yeah. walked through you it. Can't be timid. Oh, he can't be timid. You, no, no, no. Like, you, his fire was like <laughs> half a meter high. Yeah, it was like it's the fire you would burn witches in. That's how high the fire was. Like, so, okay, but of course, I was not in my right mind at this point. I had drank a lot. Yeah. And eventually, you know, the rest of the party goes on. Chris goes insane. <laughs> I go insane. Absolutely. We all leave. Miranda drives my car. <laughs> so we're driving in the car. Chris is in the back. And I, like, turn around to, like, poke Chris with the cane. And I remember he's wearing this extremely <laughs> tight <laughs> costume, tight in the groin. Yeah, so, like, it's and like I my balls and cock are like a bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally poked him right in the cojones. <laughs> and he turned, looked out the window, and threw up. It's <laughs> Like so calmly, yeah, very lowers calmly. the window because it's Halloween. It's cold. Yeah. yeah, lowers the window, raises his mask just to expose I didn't take his it off. lips. I didn't take it just off. Just to expose his lips and then vomits all over the side of Al's Like just car. painted the side of his car. And then you put your mask. I put mask right back on. I said, I got <laughs> <venom>. <laughs> and at the, surprisingly. 
this is not the end of the story. No, surprisingly not. So I, I just, so in my sort of pseudo right mind haze, I realized I should not go home to my parents. So my friend Anthony lets me stay at his house. So I go to his house, and he's like, hey, Chris, maybe you should take off the Venom costume. He's like, nope, I'm not taking off the Venom costume. <laughs> I fall asleep on his couch, to which point... In the middle of the night, I realize I'm fucked. Like, my, this room is spinning. I can't get this costume off of me for the life of me because it's so tight on me. To the point, to the point where I go to the bathroom in a rush and I throw up. And I throw up everywhere. Like, I, I everywhere except, except the toilet. The toilet. Oh, That's how it we've go. all been oh, yeah. there. We've all been there. Oh, yeah. Like, and the worst part of it is, like, it's not my house and I uh, was like I'm not cleaning this I'm too fucked up so it's like <laughs> Mr. Rotundo Mr. Rotundo comes downstairs who probably was naked <laughs> always, always Mr. Rotundo looks like Colonel Sanders no, he really does yeah, yeah he, he really like does so I go I go back to the couch put the venom mask back on of course pukey and everything S- six in the morning four in the morning I hear footsteps come down and I realize oh my god what have I done <clears throat> I just threw up everywhere. I'm like, if I don't move, maybe it's like he won't see me. Are you naked? I'm in my Venom costume. Oh, right. You could have just been no. in the mask at this he point. I wasn't, though. So he comes into the room. First thing I can tell he comes in, he sees a dude dressed up as Venom. <laughs> he's just like, all I hear, and he doesn't react. He's very like, he's like, huh? <laughs> he makes a noise like that. He's like, kind of like, doesn't touch me, doesn't do anything. Of course he doesn't want to touch you. Why do you touch you? He didn't have true. a cane. I guess, yeah, he's not like then, a sort of... <laughs> Then he goes to you know. the back. He starts walking to the powder room where I just <laughs> painted with my innards. And I realize, oh my God. And all I hear is the most highest blood shrill sound. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> and I realize, oh my Time God. Time to go. <laughs> he, this man. To what, this a day, what a saint. What a That's all he said. He, so true. Next thing I hear. A bucket being filled up with water. <laughs> Next thing I hear, you're... grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> I look up. I see dick. his naked butt. I put the I put the mask back on. I'm like, I'm not moving until this is clean. And he leaves. And the plate. He left, and I bolted out of there. And he never once mentioned it to me. Maybe because he's a good man. Yeah, that's yeah. a good man. I'm gonna mention it he's to him. Man. Oh shit! Do you shit remember that? He probably keeps it in like the rotundo bank, man. Well, if you're gonna mention it to him, mention live at six oh five. Yeah, <laughs> get him to listen. <laughs> This, yeah. get him to listen to Chris tell the story. Yeah. Mr. Rotundo, like, I will <laughs> always remember you. This that six or five remotes. You a fool for this one, baby. That was crazy. Some good stories <laughs> there from you guys. I think it's weird because it's like, it, and it's kind of like the four perspective story podcast we did with like Sean and Tesla. Yeah. There's like, I forgot about Al jumping through fire. Oh, yeah. Right? So, like, to me, it's like, oh, yeah, you did do that, and I was there for it. Yeah. Right? But I forgot that part as well. Um, so that was, like, really cool. It's just awesome, like, especially because I feel like you're friends with, like, all of our high school friends separate of me now. Oh, I love yeah. that you're just part of that group yeah. kind of thing. So that was a lot of fun. And from there, because we kind of had the sliding glass door shut a bit. Yeah. Because um, there was everybody was, like, inside just shooting the shit. Becca came out and was like, guys, we're playing some games now. Do you want to play? Yeah. And you and I are not really big game people. No, I wouldn't say we sit down and play board games or no. party games or anything. But I think it's, like, the only party games we play are that LCBO bag one. I don't even play that one. That's too dangerous. <laughs> Someone's going to break their teeth in our apartment. <laughs> I forbid so, that game from Oh, here. that's happening again and then the only other game i would do is like beer pong so that's true um but yeah I we've like never plunk. 
Oh, I love Perplunk. What <laughs> What's is that? Kerplunk. Kerplunk. Yeah. <laughs> what is Perplunk? Perplunk, I don't know. It sounds like some dirty, like, um, like uh, Golden Sanchez or something. What's that? I don't know. Remember you were asking what a... Never mind. Let's get out of this. <laughs> what? Oh, a Dirty Thomas? <laughs> yeah. That's a Dirty Thomas. So, um, which, I don't even know how that came up. I don't know. I, I remember. It's something from your filthy mind. No! Do you Go know what a Perplunk. rusty trombone is? No, because I remember once I said that, and I was like, my dad bought, or Brandon bought my dad one. <laughs> oh, okay, let's just keep going. So, because we had a trombone in my house, but it was all rusty. So, Jesus. Okay, anyway. Keep going. Perplunk. Perplunk. <laughs> so, either way, we went inside, and there were two games of choice, and there was about 15 of us at the cottage, and so the first game we played was buzzword yeah right and so we've never i've never played this i never play any of these games buzzword john and i weren't on the same team no but buzzword i guess is you have is that the one with the thing that flips up uh i don't even oh, remember no. i remember it's like you say like the word the buzzword is body yeah or something and then you give a sentence yeah. that would have like body shock in yeah. it so it'd be like the place where you take your cars body shock, body shock right yeah. and it's like uh yeah that's yeah, all i yeah, have for yeah, now no, right so john's team actually won that yeah. but again you and i are so competitive very competitive. right and so i felt like we held our own there yeah i think so and then the next game we played was taboo yeah and so i for, were we on the same team for this? No, no we weren't on the separate. same team for this one. But yeah, I think that was when my team won. Your yeah, you team guys lost. won that one. And so that game was equally stressful because it's like you get a bunch of cards in like this machine, and you have like the word is the word is frog, but you can't be like green slimy. Yeah, you have to like talk around There's it. Certain words you just can't use. So my favorite though, I can't remember when you're like fifty cent in the club or something. I can't remember what the buzzword was, but it was so funny. You, John would come up with like the most hilarious answers ever. I was like, this is a game. I'm not winning anything, like no. money or prizes. So I'm like, would I rather have the right answer or a funny answer? Totally. So I'm like, if I have a funny answer and the right answer, I'd rather give the funny answer. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Um, after that, I think we finished playing at like 1.30. Yeah. And then, like, John and I had to drive home the next day. Like, and 9 in the morning. 9 then. in the morning. And so, at about 1.45, there was this giant debate going on whether to watch Face Off or Con Air. Yeah. Right? And obviously, like, I had just recently watched Face Off because it, it was on TV. TV. Yeah. So, I was like, this movie's so hilarious. And I love the scene where Nick Cage, like, or no, John Travolta... As Nick Cage licks the daughter's face. I've never seen in the this outside the chat. You've never seen I've face seen off. Parts of it with you, but it's so funny. Um, so I was like dying for that, and so I was like, "Let's watch Face Off." And then I clearly lost, and everybody wanted to watch Con Air. I gotta do Con Air. But then I realized how funny Con Air was because I hadn't watched that in so long. <laughs> so wait, what do you give Con Air on the fast bender scale? Yo yo yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8, because that white boy crazy. I just give it a 10 out of 10. How can you give oh, anything hands, less than that? Hands down, 10 out of 10. Um, okay, so for those of you guys who don't know what Con Air is, uh, first of all, cancel your schedule for whatever tomorrow is and watch this genius film from 1997 nice. starring Nick Cage, uh, John Cusack, John Malkovich, 
Um, Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames, the mom from Parenthood. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. It's awesome. Everybody. Everybody's in it. Ving Rhames, who didn't die yet. Right? <laughs> so it was Machete. awesome. So basically, it's about a newly released ex-con and former U.S. Ranger finds himself trapped in a prisoner transfer plane when the passengers seize control. Hands down... This is so funny. There is the best writing. Oh, yeah. This is one of those films that stand up so hardcore today. Definitely. I love that movie. We have it on DVD. I need to watch it again. So we only actually stayed up till about 3, 3.30. It was almost, we had like another 40 minutes probably left of it. And so I was like kind of stressed out that we didn't watch the end of it. We can watch. I have it. But it was only me, you, Richard, Vivian, and Chris watching it. Like in the family room. Everyone else went to bed. Yeah. And so... Nick Cage plays Cameron Poe, and we got up to the part where he was basically like, well, obviously, I'm going to save the day. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's pretty ridiculous. So, <laughs> right? uh, so I really liked it. But yeah. then, how, did you sleep that night? No. Okay, what about so, you? Not at all. <laughs> so, John and I were sleeping on one futon, and uh, Richard and Vivian were sleeping on the other one. And then, periodically throughout the night, everyone needed to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So, I would just, like... You were facing the wall, I think. Yeah, I think I was trying to do that just so, like, to get more sleep. Yeah, I was facing everybody walking really awkwardly to the bathroom. So I was up, I think I went to bed at about 6.37. Probably makes sense. And then woke up at 8. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a little intense. Like, I don't think either of us slept, but then I made a point. I was like, why don't we just get ready now and, like, just go get showered and everything. And, yeah. like, we'll take off now before, like, everybody starts making, like, breakfast. And then we, like... Just end up getting, like, raveled and, like, we end up having fun so we, like, lose time kind of thing. And we have to extend the car. So we actually ended up leaving at about 9, 9.15, I think. Yeah. And the ride home was pretty chill. It's pretty good. We got home in about three hours. Like, it's pretty decent. Yeah, it was pretty decent. Didn't stop anywhere or anything. So it was, like, the right amount of time, pretty much. And so... We were, the only one shitty part is, was we probably would have got back home in, like, like uh, half an hour less yeah. if we were behind a cop car for, like, one whole city we went through. Yeah, I was, like, I was driving. I'm, like, I'm not going to drive. I'll drive five over. No, I'll drive ten over. But yeah. I'm, like, I can't pass this guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, so I just got behind him and let other people pass me. And eventually he turned off the street. And like, thank <laughs> God. And then we, like, floored it out of there. <laughs> it's, like, stupid cop. So that was crazy, but then we got home and we unpacked and we relaxed and whatnot, and I think we were just like, let's watch baseball or something, and so we were sitting on the couch, and I was like, oh man, I got bit pretty badly, and so did you. Just like mosquito bites on my hand and arms and And so literally I'm like lying down, and I'm like, my legs got pretty bitten, and so did like my ankles, you got a really bad one on your finger, I remember. And so I was like, okay, I'll just put aloe on it and X them out or whatever. Yeah. We wake up the next day and, like, I get up. I have, I look at one leg and the mosquito bites are there and they're pretty yeah. red. I think they're almost gone. There's just these uh, yeah, two. Yeah, they're pretty much gone. They're still a little they're bit Pretty there. much gone. I look at my other leg and one mosquito bite, or what I thought was a mosquito bite, has exploded and yeah. has grown to the size of, like, a cantal- cantaloupe. Yeah, on my leg, giant. And I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" Yeah, what right? is this? Like, and so shit. I got so nervous, right? And I was like, I was scratching it, and I'm like, I asked 
John. I was like, uh, what happened to my leg? Yeah, <laughs> so, I was like, it's probably like a horse fly bite yeah. or a black fly bite. bite. But I was like, mm, it also, in my mind, like, could be a tick bite. Like, who knows? And yeah. I know ticks... You get, like, Lyme disease. I'm like, it's not yeah. good. You're supposed to go get it checked out. Which I didn't even know what Lyme disease or ticks were. So this, yeah. these are all negative things to me anyway. But then I'm, like, scratching it. Then Monday comes along. And was I or was I not trying to get you to a doctor you were since, trying, like, okay, Saturday you night? You were trying to get me to a doctor. But this goes back to the time where John broke his finger. I still went and to a doctor. A week and a half later. No, it was two went, days later. No, it wasn't. I told you to go for at least a week. No, because you broke. I broke when you were at school on a Thursday. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to a doctor because I got to go play uh, golf and go to the batting cage on Saturday. I'm like, I'll go Monday at work. That's four days later. Yeah, I went four days later. (laughs) After I socked some dingers. Yeah, but even... Anyways. So, I was like, I need to go no doctor. (laughs) And then I woke up on Monday. And then, okay, so the, the basic symptoms... Of what I had, and because I'm not Caucasian, the coloring looks a little different. I had one giant cantaloupe-sized red circle, yeah. and then within that circle, I had another probably, what, like, like I don't know, ping pong ball size. Yeah. Um, purple circle. <laughs> purple circle. Purple circle. Purple circle. Pussy cupcakes. <laughs> Ew. Gross. So, either way, I was like, uh, John, is this a tick bite? Because you went and did some research. Yeah, basically a tick bite looks like a big circle with a bigger line around. It looks like a bullseye. They call it the bullseye mark. Yeah. I was like, I don't think it's a tick, but at the same time, it looks bigger and worse than like a horsefly bite. Yeah. I was like, all I know is if it's a tick, you got to get it taken out right away because you'll get Lyme disease, which is not good. Yeah. And I don't even know what Lyme disease is, and it doesn't sound fun. No. So on Tuesday after work... Yeah. We were like, okay, let's try and go to these clinics. Cause no, now- well, we were, we were like making, getting ready to make dinner. I think you were talking to someone on the phone. Oh, And then yeah. you got on there. She's like, should I go to the doctor? I'm like, I've been trying to get you to one for like three days now. So I'm like, let's do I'm it. I'm sorry. No, so we went to how many walking We went clinics? to like four, yeah. five. And like, like 7.30. It wasn't even that late. wasn't that late. And like three of them were just like, they were getting progressively bitchier yeah. as like the night went on. Like, no, we're not taking anyone. I felt yeah. like I was in some like old timey 1920s thing. Exactly. Where it's like, you don't belong here. Yeah, so, some bullshit. Yes, me. So I was like, don't make me pull out some cinema bullying on yeah, you. I know. Bitch, please. Exactly. And so we didn't get in anywhere. And at this time, the purple ping pong ball <laughs> size bruise looking bite all of a sudden, it started getting like black, little yeah, it pretty nasty. stuff inside, and it started getting like bubbly, and it was so itchy. So we went back to Loblaws and went to the pharmacy. The next day, oh, the pharmacy, yeah. Yeah, sorry. we went to the pharmacy, and we explained the situation to a brown pharmacist. Yeah, which was good, he right? He he understood pain. my pain, and I just said to him, I was like, "Yo, guy, we researched online." what a tick bite looks like and yeah. it kind of looks like maybe it might be one but it's hard to say because i'm like my skin tone is obviously different than all the people who posted pictures yeah but he's like oh he's like it could be and yeah. he's just like you should really go see a doctor though we've been trying to we're guy. trying to and then he's like but here you can take some like hydrocortisone cream yeah. and it'll help like bring down the itchiness and whatnot yeah. so i ended up taking that and it's a topical cream put it on it did soothe the itching a yeah. lot which is great because now if we get bitten again we have that that's true which is awesome 
then I was like, okay, let's go to the doctor tomorrow. Yeah, so like five days later yeah. at this point. So the most awkward thing is texting your boss. And I was like, I don't want to like, I have to ask to leave a bit earlier or whatever. And so I text my boss and I'm like, hey, is it okay if I leave to go to the clinic a bit earlier? Because I think I may have a tick bite. Yeah. And then like as soon as we both got into work, she kind of started talking about it. And yeah. so I'm like, I hate being the new person and everybody's like, you have a tick bite. So it was pretty funny. Everybody was really supportive and they're like, you can leave whenever you want and whatever and go, um, go to the clinic or whatever. Yeah. But we end up going to... The, we went to... Maple Leaf Gardens, Loblaws. And they didn't... They no, wouldn't they take us. they denied us again. They denied us even entry into like the damn clinic. It's 6 o'clock. And 6 o'clock. And this weird woman was, like, crying because she, like, couldn't get in there. And she's like, I just forgot my guard. Yeah. Or whatever. So that was, like, fucked up. And then we're like, okay, let's go to this other one. So we go to this other clinic down the street on Bay and, like, college. Yeah. And it was, like, pretty... It looked pretty empty. Yeah. But there's, like, a ton of people going in and out of there. Like, we got... They had really comfortable waiting seats, though. Oh, definitely. It was pretty clean. The service was, like, a lot nicer. Yeah. We got in there. I think we were only there for probably an hour total. I think so. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. And so... (laughs) All right. We got in there, and, like, John... I left John about, like, 40 minutes in, and then I went to go sit in this other area... And then I said to you, I was like, because I was wearing jeans for work, I'm like, I brought shorts to I change know. into. So I had to, like, sneak into a room and, like, change into my I shorts. I was like, they're doctors, so if you need, yeah. just need to pull your pants down. Like, what it's am not I, like, a hoe? No, it's a doctor, like. Yeah, until I, until I saw this doctor. A frat boy. Frat boy. I was oh, like, I just Yo, found my pen. Where? It's right here. <sighs> Can you please take it back and not? I'll take a picture and post it. This is where I lost my pen. I connected <laughs> it to the uh, tripod. Go for it. Anyway, so then basically I saw this doctor and I was like, do you want to play beer pong with me? He looked like he was possibly a bit younger than me, had a Jerry Cole mullet right. and was like a super thick like frat boy kind of looking guy. Yeah. And so I was like just laughing and he's like, uh, so you think you have a tick? And I was like, um, so here's the situation. And then I showed him my leg and he's like, um, so it's not a tick because you'd be able to see the tick if it was a tick. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what a tick looks like, dude. Right. Like it could have fallen off of me. Yeah. And so, um, he's like, okay, well the other side is your leg is infected. You're like, what? And, and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's pretty badly infected. And then he's like, do you have naturally sensitive skin? And at this point I'm like, kind of like leaning forward in my arms or, like, both on the armchairs, yeah. and all he sees is, like, the bruises on my arm. And so I was like, no, no, no. And then he kind of, like, looked at my arm. I'm like, oh, no, those are from mashed potato birds. Yeah. And then he kind of just looked confused. He's like, do you have a partner who beats you? Oh, my <laughs> With own mashed God. potatoes, yeah. yes. And so I was, like, just like, no, no, no. And then he's like, okay, well, you have a pretty bad infection here. And yeah. so... He's like, have you, like, felt, like, anything, like, like a lot of discomfort from it? And I was like, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, okay, we should get you on antibiotics. Because he's like, when did this happen? I'm like, Saturday. Yeah. And he's like, what? And so he gave me, like, two weeks worth of prescription of antibiotics. Yeah. And so I felt better after I took them. Good. That's why we, we should have a new rule. If one of us says you should go to a doctor, we have to go to the doctor. I'll believe it when I see I go it. To, I get more problems than you. I've had broken thumbs, bed bugs, <laughs> bronchitis, all this shit. I always have to go to the doctor. That's because I 
I refuse to acknowledge my sicknesses. Yeah, me too. So. <laughs> All I know is. And you didn't go for bed bugs initially. We waited well, yeah. on that too. I know. I waited on that. See? But that's the new rule is if one of us says, you have to go to a doctor, we have to go to a doctr but all I know is if I can hit home runs with a broken thumb. Then I can walk a day into my life with an infected leg. Exactly. Right? The more you know. The more you know. So I guess that's that. But then I was like on antibiotics. And then Friday we ended up seeing Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. And Saturday. Yeah, we can wrap up this week's podcast with the Saturday story. So Saturday we were like, oh man, these Jays have been playing on fleek. On fuego. So we are like, we got to watch David Price pitch. Yeah, he's your favorite pitcher. We mentioned it last week. If you're a sports fan or if you're in Toronto, whatever, mm-hmm. we got the best pitcher in baseball. One of the best pitchers, totally. David Price. And it's like we keep watching in the span of a week. I'm like, how have we seen R.A. Dickey pitch six times? That's but David Price has only pitched once. So I'm like, stupid. Drew Hutchison's pitched like three Thank times. Thank you. So stupid. But like, finally, David Price pitched. Yeah. And usually during the weekend, if you watch a baseball game, you'll take a nap halfway through it. Yeah. But you ended up watching the whole game. I watched the whole game. And like, I shoot you not, it was a pitcher's game because nothing happened. Nothing happened. Until like the seventh inning where a grand slam happened. From like your least favorite Blue Jays. Least favorite. And like right before, this is where I feel like sometimes they're listening to John and I. Yeah. We were joking because it was the guy Justin Smoke was up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, right. Stupid player, Justin Smoke. You're like, more like Justin Choke. Justin Choke. Next pitch hits a grand (laughs) slam in Yankee Stadium against the best team in baseball. So I was like, ooh, we should heckle more people. Because I was like, why didn't they put in mushrooms? I know. He's playing today's game, though. Ooh. But it's pretty good there in the wild card spot. Yeah. So right now, if, we're in the play- if the playoffs started today, yeah. we would play the one-game wild card game, but we have the lead, so we would play it in Toronto. Oh, word. But we're only two and a half games out of first place against New York. We're playing New York today for the sweep. Yep. And then on Tuesday, we play Oakland Athletics, and you, me, and Pops Malin are going to yes, that Yes, we are. The shitty thing is, we have four of our five starting pitchers have all been pretty decent lately. Yeah. There's only been one really awful Blue Jay pitcher. Ugh. Goes by the name of Drew Hutchinson. Wolf. So who do you think we're going to see on Tuesday? David Price? Oh, God, no. Uh, maybe Mark Burley? Oh, fuck no. What about the knuckleballer? Why would we? No, we're going to see the worst pitcher we have. <laughs> he is, ERA is like almost, is almost six. Yeah. But the weird thing yeah. is he has, like, 30 wins and one loss. Yeah, because he gets all this runs. So hopefully we'll just see a lot of home runs. Yeah, so that'll be funny. But I'm looking forward to that. And then apparently all the games next, even our game on Tuesday might be sold out. Which is bananas. Which is insane. Like a weekday game sold out. So that's, so, like, good for the city. Yeah, so we have to, we want to go see David Price, but i got to figure out which game he's pitching so we can get tickets before yeah. they sell out. So then I guess after baseball yesterday, we are like, oh, let's take it easy for a bit. We watched some more shows. And then at about 7.30, we were like, oh, we're meeting up with friends again from the cottage um, to go to Red's pub near Young and Gerard yeah. uh, for drinks and dinner. And then we're all going to watch The Roots because they're putting on a free show. For the Parapanam. Parapanam at Nathan Phillips Square. Yeah, so we've seen The Roots, what, like, this was our fourth time fourth seeing time them. Fourth time together. I seen them three times at Nathan Phillips Square. Yeah. Once outside some other... Princess of Wales Theater. So, what do you think of the concert? Um, I always like stuff like this. It was funny. Maneri got, like, super claustrophobic. Yeah. That there was, like, 40,000 people there. It was there. a lot. It was pretty packed with Pretty people. packed. Um, what you recall it. We were, like, right to the right of the stage, so we could see stuff, but we were basically watching the screens. Yeah. 
I still like the first show we went to. Of course. Because it was me the too. smallest. It was in a tent. Yeah. It was really intimate. They hadn't started on Fallon yet, I think. No, that yet. show didn't even exist. So it was like super fun to this, be there yeah. last night with friends, but it wasn't my favorite root show. Yeah, it was good. Like we know a lot of their songs. It was more jamming. Like they yeah. gave like fifteen minutes to the DJ, ten minutes to the tuba. Like yeah, it was just more jamming. They played some of our favorite songs, but there was like six songs that I wish they played that they didn't yeah. even play. The weird thing was the creepy like yeah. uh, DJ guy. Who's like kind of funny because he just had one of those like digital mixers yeah. and like those drums that like you can download an app and it's just like giant squares you just hit yeah. to make different sound effects. Um, Something he, like this. I have the app. It's called iMachine. It's like, hold on, I'm turn this up. Hold on. <laughs> Good beat. <laughs> You want to do a freestyle? Yeah. Hold. You got rap. Oh no, I don't do it. You do it. <laughs> rap into the beat as you hit this machine. Uh, feeling real free. Uh, as I'm about gotta get gonorrhea. Yeah, <laughs> and we're done now. I don't know. Machine of <laughs> gonorrhea. That's all I got. So basically, we went to that show. It was really funny. Miranda, Becca, and Alistair stood in line for the majority of the show at Uncle Tetsu's Japanese Cheesecake House. Yeah. Which apparently, we've never been to. We're not big fans of cheesecake. I don't love the cheesecake. But <laughs> people line up as if they're fucking getting, like, season tickets to, like, the playoffs yeah, the or something. Yeah, as if around to, like, yeah. last summer or something. And shit. so there is a lineup. The place is open till like, 11 p.m. There is a lineup every part of the day. So Miranda, Becca, and Al lined up for about 45 minutes to wait in line for a cheesecake. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. Um, from there, we all kind of just left. We were all a pretty zonk still, so we all went home. You and I watched... Catfish. Catfish. Yeah. Another good ghetto Another episode. Another good ghetto episode. So stressful. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that brings us to today. So I think that's a good place to wrap this up. What yeah. do we have coming up next week? Next week, we got jam sessions. Your family's in town. We're going to see my family. Baseball we have games. Baseball games. We're going to house parties. <laughs> yes, lots of stuff. <laughs> so it should be a really good time, um, what you would call it. But, yeah. You know, it's just been a really fun week of seeing some friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, should we just get into the band of the week for yes, this week? Yes, Ooh, it better be who I think it is. It's not who you think it Why? is. Why? Who do you think it's going to be? Dr. Joy. Ah, uh, no, I know. Let's save that for next week so we can talk about the album. Oh. Because we haven't Wolf. talked about him. I'll Fine. write that down, Dr. Who did you pick? Did you even forget about him? No, no, did no. Did you forget about Joy? <laughs> I did not forget about Dre. <laughs> We'll talk about that next week because we don't have time now. Fine. But it's this band called Autre Nouveau or Nouveau. 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 Wait, what? How do you? Where's the spelling? At the bottom there. Okay. Yeah. It's not the same one. Anyways, they they have a new song called World War Part Two, and it's mm-hmm. from an album coming out in September called Age of Transparency. Mm-hmm. Just type in World War Part Two because it's not one of those bands. I don't know how to pronounce their name. It's like one of those weird names. Ultra. Ultra new vote or vote? I don't even I know. Vault. So yeah. it's just like it's electronica slash indie rock type yeah. stuff. There, don't look up their music video because it's like two cyborgs fucking pretty much. Weird. It's very NSFW if you're at work. 
<laughs> but it's a really good song, and it's like my new song of the summer. Yeah. That's what I, I think you'll like it. I'm already like, these people are so hipster. So yeah. the actual bio of Ultra Nouveau is Arthur Ashen is an American singer behind Ultra Nouveau. The name is taken from an inscription in French on a 15th century British dress ornament that is stored at the Closties and is translated into English as I want no other. <laughs> right? Well, if you hear this song, you'll know that's exactly what they, their description <laughs> should be. So why don't we get into it? The song's called World War Part 2. Wicked. So all the ways to get in contact, Facebook.com. That's the video right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like two weird people fucking pretty much. That's so creepy. Facebook.com slash live605 for pictures, videos, and everything else. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I am at ValGomez23. And uh, download us on iTunes and subscribe. We hit 50,000 downloads a couple weeks ago. Hello. So let's try to get to 100. Please and thank you. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. It's not enough. My time will be for nothing. And your waste is not enough. Forever And I'm not alone You're telling me that I pay you're, I don't want to be that you are not paying this step Can last forever at your face and make it though. Oh, babe, let's not get funny. Oh, babe, you left it now. This time won't last forever, and your face won't be enough. Oh, babe, let's not get funny.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.